Welcome to your day four recap of Louder Than Life. We are no judgments here. I'm Mike. He's Will. You. That's Trey. You. Yep. Gentlemen. The end. We, the end. We made it. We made it. Successfully. Successfully. Oh, or boy. just repeating everything he said? Because that's what man. he's going to do. Okay. He's the hype man. Hype. Hyping. Hype it. Oh, goodness. We're dead. I'm beat. I'm tired. Exhausted. Thirteen hour drive tomorrow. Oh, well, actually, I think it's twelve. Ooh. But still, too much, too much. A lot to unpack. We're not going to do an overall of the show. Maybe we will, but let's talk about day four. Starts off. Uh, we got there early. Uh, that was the goal. We actually did it. I'm surprised. Right. Uh, we, we were off breakfast. to a late start. We did skip breakfast, but we got there at like 12. Um, there was absolutely no line to get into the parking for the first time in four yeah. days. Uh, the parking Great. lot was empty. Uh, yeah, so, so we could really park wherever we wanted to. Uh, we made our walk the half mile uh, to the entrance where, again, there was no line. Uh, I was pretty stunned by all this because Flatter and Life had told us that this was going to be their biggest day ever. It just didn't seem like it the way we showed up. Um, so we got to the VIP section and boom, immediately found us a table with chairs in the VIP tent. And that's where we spent the next 11 hours of our life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we had a good, decent view of the stages. I mean, the best that we could probably get. Yeah. I mean, we could have moved our seats up like other people did. But yeah, we, we stuck at the table and it was fine. What did we start off seeing? We started off seeing... Radke. Radke. Radke, um, Radke did what Radke does. <laughs> they're they, 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 they were what we expected them to be. Yeah. They Not are bad. who we thought they were. Yeah, they are who we thought they were. They were good. Entertaining. But, uh, yeah, we, Not a whole it. lot of crowd interaction from them guys. Yeah. I mean, besides the whole homeschool thing. Yeah, I like the homeschool part. Yeah, we're awkward. We, go, we got homeschooled. So this is a homeschool song. Yeah. So they did uh, Evil Doer, Less Song, Love Spills, number four, Rock and Roll Homeschool, which is probably the intro to that. Underground, Dark Black Makeup, Seas, Paw, and Romance Dawn. So a nine-song set with five of the songs coming from Dark Black Makeup. Right on. Trey, what did you think of Rad Key? Second time I saw him. Nothing new this time. I mean, I, I enjoy him. Yeah. But, I mean, it was the same thing that seems like it was pretty much the same thing we saw in uh, Oklahoma City. Yeah. So. Right. Right on. So, yeah, I mean, they were good. Solid. What was next? Uh, the Warning was next. The Warning, yes. The three sisters from Mexico. Or so they say. They're, they're sisters. Okay. Dan- Dan- Daniela, Paulina, and Rebecca. No, it wasn't Rebecca. Uh, was their last name Warning? No, their last name is Villa Villa Rio Velez. Hmm. Three younger younger ladies. Um, I did not know this. They were on the Metallica blacklist yeah. with a cover of Enter Sandman, which, which they did. Which they did. Which wasn't terrible. It is. Uh, they're. Last name is Villarreal. What? Monterey. 
Um, you sure it's not Villarreal Velez? <laughs> They're from Monterey, Mexico. Oh, yeah, the Monterey, Mexico trio. Yeah, okay. I'm tired. Shut up. Okay, uh, so Daniela, Danny, Paulina, Paul, P-A-U, and uh, Alejandra, Ali. <laughs> Villarreal Velez. Uh, it just says Villarreal. Okay. But yeah. Yeah. I think that's all we need to discuss about the warning. I didn't like their cover of Inner Sandman. It did nothing for me. It's already a near perfect song as it is. And so I didn't need three girls who call claim that they're sisters uh, doing a cover <laughs> song of it. Why do you why do you insist on saying that they just claim that they're sisters? Well, because that's what they do. They're currently claiming. It's possible that they are real sisters. Well, I just think real sisters. You remember when Jack White and Meg were uh husband and wife and then they turned into brother sister or something like that? Yeah. That, that yeah. was not this. You don't no. think it's this? No, I think they're really sisters. Okay. I'm just saying. Five years from now, let's get back to this. Cue a will. The warning. Conspiracy theory over here. Um, I mean, I, they were all right. Yeah, they were. I thought they were a good, solid little rock trio. Who? The warning. Oh. Yeah, we're still on them. Yeah. No, I'm ready to move on. All right. Well, <laughs> will doesn't want to give any lip service to the female. Females. Yeah, I, well, another female-fronted rock band. For I mean, good job to uh, Louder Than Life. I don't think anybody gave the DWP crew enough credit for how many women they booked yeah, to this festival. They, yeah, they it a lot, was a, lot. a ton, a ton of women um, in a male-dominated genre, which is butt rock or uh, hard rock, radio rock, whatever you want to put all this under the umbrella. But it's, it's, it's very male-dominated, and they fucking put a lot of female representation onto the lineup. So good job. Well done. Well done. Kudos. Who's next? Dirty Honey. Dirty Honey. Dirty Honey was as, as solid as ever. I mean, the guy's an awesome singer. I mean, they're great musicians. Um, again, sound issues on the second stage, on the, on the loudmouth stage. Kind of plagued them a little bit. Yeah, lead singer crushed it. He sounded great. The band sounded good. Their songs are kick-ass. It's just straight rock and roll. I think we did get a new song as well. Did we? They said that there uh, was a new song. So I think maybe they're working on a new album, quite potentially. That'd be great. Yeah, I wouldn't complain about that. No. Um, I enjoyed them. Uh, Yeah, the sound issues struck again on that stage. Um, which kind of sucked, but I I thoroughly enjoyed the set. Yeah, me too. So their new song was not included in the set on set list. We got four from Dirty Honey and two from Dirty Honey. Um, so we got Gypsy, Break You, California Dreaming, Heartbreaker, The Wire, and another last time. So perhaps there was another song involved. Well, another last time was uh, the last song on the set list. Another Last Time. Yeah. Another Last Time was apparently on their newest Dirty Honey album. Okay, well, they did Rolling Sevens. Rolling Sevens? That was the last song they did. All right. Well, that's not on there, so there you go. All right, well, there we go. Dirty Honey. Solid. Killed hey, it. Crushed it. Killed it. Loved them. Fantastic. Super. Next. Uh, the next one was the really the outcast of the day. 
the band that didn't really fit yeah. on the bill. One of these things is not uh, the Joy other. Formidable, um, who's an alternative kind of indie band. Um, again, another female fronted act. Right. Um, but yeah, I'd, yeah, I don't. I don't have much to, that I can really say about them. Uh, no, it was it, they. They it just yeah, it didn't fit. It kind of just was boring. It, it didn't really want me to pay attention. Um, they're from north of they're North Wales or something like that. So very very hard accents. Um, kind of hard to understand. But I mean, yeah, I mean it was it was weird. Yeah, didn't fit. They just played uh, Little Rock. They also played Riot Fest last weekend. They also played Furnace Fest this weekend. And I'm thinking that they're on that We Are Young Festival in Vegas. So, I mean, they're they're out there. They're getting their name out there. I just don't feel like they really fit on these festivals. Yeah. Lineups. Um, and they didn't grab my attention, and I didn't pay enough attention to what the hell they were talking about when they did talk. Yeah. I noticed that the lead singer was very soft-spoken. Yeah. So she didn't was... exactly command attention. And... Correct me if I'm wrong. Did we not see them on Dixon Street? That Dixon Street concert like a decade ago? I had to ask you exactly who was on that. I I couldn't remember. It was like Neon Trees, Civil Twilight. I feel like the Joy Formidable were on it. I could be wrong, but... Yeah, I mean, that was whenever I first moved up to Northwest Arkansas. That's been... Well, over 12, 13 years ago. Yeah, that was at the very beginning of my Fayetteville time. Yeah. All right, we can move on from Move there. on. That brings us to the Struts. I am uh, not fami- overall familiar with the Struts, um, but, I mean, it was a good show. I didn't really, I didn't know any of the songs. I don't, I don't believe. Nothing's, maybe the first one. Uh, I thought I had heard. Was, I've only seen them... I saw them open up for the Foo Fighters. That was a while ago. And I feel like they've opened up for somebody else I saw. But no, yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, we saw them open up for... Uh, You're right, at the Amp. Yeah, at the Amp. Who were they opening up for? Shinedown? Shinedown. Shinedown. Shinedown, last year. The set list reminded me a lot yeah. of that Shinedown set. I think it, was, it may have been... And I'm not going to look it up, but it may have been the exact same set, set list. Yeah. It just felt like it was in a certain order. I was like... I've definitely seen this set before. Uh, the lead singer is very entertaining. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you watch the Dave Grohl um, or the uh, the Taylor Hawkins tribute, uh, you saw how entertaining he can be. Um, he definitely does the Freddie Mercury type of la uh, la 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 whatever that's called uh, with the crowd crowd response. Yeah, he does that call and response. Uh, he's got a great voice. Uh, I don't really recognize or note that the band's great. Because he kind of commands all the attention of the struts. Like, he's that flamboyant and that strong of a character role lead singer that it's basically him and there's a band behind him playing songs. Their songs are pretty decent. Um, I, I really thought it was cool to get the struts, Dirty Honey, and uh, Greta Van Fleet, which was last weekend, but all in one week to be able to see those three bands because they are kind of the future of rock and roll right now. Um, so it's good to see all three of them. I think I like Dirty Honey the best out of the trio. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, I will probably check out some of their, their music and, and listen to it and just to see if it's something that... Um, they piqued my interest. So it, it's, just it's a little 
poppy and stuff. Yeah. Um, my kids love uh, Could Have Been Me, uh, I think is the name of the song. So I went out there during their set and leaned up against the rail and um, waited for that song to come on and uh, videotaped it for them. They there you played go. a new song. Yeah, they did introduce a new song. Yeah. Which so, was Fallen With Me is the new song. So they played eight songs, Prima Donna Like Me, Body Talks, which is I think is probably their biggest song, uh, Kiss This, Dirty Sexy Money, Fallen With Me, Put Your Money On Me, I Do It So Well, Could Have Been Me, Prima Donna Like Me, Fallen With Me, Put Your Money On Me, Could Have Been Me. A lot of me's going on there with the yeah. struts. A lot of me's. It is. It's half the set list. Half the set list. Something about me. Something, that Something includes, about me. Includes the word me. 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 Yeah, the, um, oh, what's her name? Halsey plays a character on Scene 2, and we took the kids to see that in the movie theater, and they just fell in love with that song, and she sang the song in the movie. So, uh, I've introduced them to the real version of it. Which, uh-huh. Not that the Halsey version is bad. Right. It's just not... It's cut short. Yeah, we don't talk bad about Halsey on this podcast. Oh, I'm not talking bad about her. Okay. No, she, <laughs> she, I didn't even know it was her. <laughs> right on. So who was after the struts? Mr. Jelly Roll. The oh, dude has been making boy. quite the name for himself. Yes. Over like the last year, year and a half. Uh, the host of uh, A Lot of the Life, Jose Mangan, had a, a great introduction for yeah. Jelly Roll. Uh, Jose Mangan, I, apparently he loves everybody, I guess. Yeah. Jose Mangan is like the host of Octane, which is a real heavy metal channel on Sirius. But man, he showed a lot of love for all these other bands, including Jelly Roll, with a great introduction. He smoked a joint on stage, then he took a shot of tequila and introduced Jelly Roll, and then Jelly Roll reciprocated and brought Jose Mangan back on stage uh, to intro one of the first songs that got Jelly Roll on Sirius XM. Um, it was a it was a love fest for Jelly Roll today. Yeah, the crowd showed up uh, showed up big for him. Oh yeah. Um, Mike and I went and grabbed something to eat at the very beginning of the set. And yeah. Then came back and I mean, what I saw was not bad because no, I, I mean he was at Rocklahoma last year, but all the, we caught was the last song. Yeah, all we caught in the gates was the last song. Everything else we heard was. Outside the gate, standing yep. in line. Yep. So yeah, it wasn't bad. Um, I, I, there just seemed to be a a point there where he was doing, you know, just kind of a snippets of all these different songs, mm-hmm. uh, you know, covers stuff that you would hear at his house at a barbecue. Yeah, his trailer park. His trailer park. His trailer park. Um, so I mean, yeah, that's cool and everything like that. But you know, in a festival setting and something like that, just get your music out there. But which wasn't bad. Save me, <coughs> save me is a great song. Yes, um, he brought a little girl up on stage to sing with him. That was kind of cute. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of got me in my feels. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It it seemed like the the set kind of and the energy kind of picked up whenever he did that uh, that little comp- compilation. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of a lull there, and then he did that, and it was like. Like he started out with Sweet Home Alabama. Went to yeah, it smells like, like Teen Spirit. Spirit. Yeah. Nah, ninety nine problems. problems. I don't know what else he did. I forgot what else he did. Yeah. 
but I mean, it just seemed like that little stretch there really picked, amped the crowd up. Yeah, you know, of all the bands that played today, when we went to, we just went to dinner at the Waffle House for the third time. Yep. Um, third time, and the, the hostess, the, our waitress, oh, Jelly Roll was there at Louder Than Life. That was the first thing she said. So people around these parts, I think they'd, they'd love them some Jelly Roll. I think that's probably correct, for sure. And it seems like uh, he would be great at Rocklahoma and great oh, at yeah. Louder Than Life in Kentucky. So, and those were both proven correct. Um, he brought up his smoking hot wife. Yeah, I'm trying to see who she is exactly because she, he outkitches coverage. Definitely, he weighs coverage. probably 450 minimum. Yeah, She's she a big weighs boy. maybe a hundred mm, maximum. <laughs> she yeah, has I mean, 837 thousand followers on Instagram. Yes. Yeah, and she's she a former a, former uh, porn star. Oh really? She said, he said that she has a podcast. Well, yeah, she has a podcast now and everything like yeah. that and. She's she is all over the TikToks. Bunny XO. Yeah, Bunny, Bunny XO. Ford. Yeah. I believe that she was a former adult star. She is best recognized as the wife of American rapper Jelly Roll. Um so she was married in she was born in ninety five, so she's twenty seven. Um hold on. She's the holder of Dumb Blonde Productions, a podcast host, a model, and an Instagram sensation. Or maybe she wasn't a porn star. Haven't seen maybe a porn I'm thinking, star. Maybe I'm thinking yet. of something else. I'm trying to get to it. Well, I don't know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We're spending entirely too much time on yeah. Jelly Roll. So, Jelly Roll. Interesting. Jelly Roll. Interesting. Interesting yeah. That leads us to really. The, the meat and potatoes of the night yeah. kept getting better and better and better after this point. So got to see the pretty reckless, your girlfriend, I guess. Yeah, my girlfriend, Taylor. Uh, who looked great, sounded great, kicked yes. ass, great sets. Yep. No surprises there. I mean, yeah, it was just, it was solid. Um, she is a very, very beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. And is a hell of a singer. I've said it before. Um, she is arguably the best out there in my opinion it's tough it's well, I mean everybody would say Amy Lee right and everything yeah. like that but I don't think Amy Lee could do the songs that Pretty Reckless does well of course she couldn't because they do different because they're completely different <laughs> there you go okay what do you mean by that it's I mean, yeah, same genre as rock, but right. their their rock is on a different scale. I guess is what I'm saying. Like Taylor and uh, Pre Reckless are real heavy and yeah, all that. Whereas Amy Lee and Evanescence is on the poppy side. On the poppy side, yeah. Okay. Uh, they did eight so. songs, Death by Rock and Roll, Century Gone, Only Love Can Save Me Now, Make Me Want to Die, Witches Burn, Going Into Hell, Heaven Knows, and Take Me Down. Yeah. I think that was pretty much the same set list that I saw whenever they were with uh, yeah, Sean so Downs. Yeah, you saw them recently. I don't think I've seen them since 
Rocklahoma. Rocklahoma, like 2017 or 18. So it's it's been a minute. It's a good scenery. 17. Yeah. Yeah, that was the Cornell year. Yeah. Because they did the uh, Chris Cornell. Like a stone. Yeah. Yeah. All right, pretty after pretty reckless was Papa Roach. Papa Roach, P Roach. Papa wow. Roach killed it, crushed yeah, it. Yeah, they did. Uh, you know, I'm not a huge fan of Papa Roach. I appreciate who they are. I don't like their new shit. I think I've made that point painfully clear. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they, uh, yeah, I mean, it was a great set. Jacoby, whatever his name is, mm-hmm. Shaddix. Shaddix. Yep. Brought it all kinds of energy. Um, had a little snippet of Dre Day in there. Yeah, yeah. After, and I'm surprised that they're still doing this. They after their cover of Firestarter by the yeah. Prodigy. Yeah, yeah. Crowd seemed to enjoy that. Yeah, they were pretty hyped. The crowd was very hyped. Oh yeah. In fact, uh, um, lot in life did a over a a uh, what are those things? A drone uh, shot of the Papa Roach crowd for their set. Uh, it was constant crowd surfers. It may have been the most crowd surfers we had for the entire weekend. That was the one that had a really nice pit going. Oh, yeah. Also that had a nice very pit. big pit going. Yeah. Um, the energy was just infectious between audience and and the band. Um, oh, yeah. And that's what Papa Roach is kind of known for. Um, they're a festival staple favorite. Um, and God bless them, man. They, uh, I mean... Who really would have predicted at their last resort that these guys would still be doing it 22 years later? Right. I would imagine a lot of people saw them as kind of a one-hit wonder, a flash in the pan, perhaps. Yep. And a lot of their contemporaries faded away, and Papa Roach kept inventing themselves. So mm-hmm. they did it correctly. Um, they, they still put on a kick-ass show. So their set list was Kill the Noise, Getting Away with Murder, Help, Dead Cell, Firestarter, Swerve, to be loved, scars, which I love. I love that song. Mm-hmm. Uh, no apologies between angels and insects. Last resort and born for greatness. So we got born three. Born for greatness is yeah. one of my favorite songs. By yeah. Me. So we got three from Infest, their first album, and three from Ego Trip, their latest album. I I thought it was <clears throat> freaking crazy good set. I mean, just the energy. Uh, Grand, we were sitting down the entire time for it. Yeah. In the tent, but. I mean, just the energy alone, just coming from that crowd, the vibe all around was just—it was awesome. Yeah. Uh, first time I had seen them, so there you go. First time it was—it was—it was good. Glad I finally did that. Mike, right. Was that the first time you had seen them? No, I've seen them before. Oh. I've seen them at Rocklahoma. Oh yeah. Okay. I think that was the tenth time I've seen them. I want to say 10th. It's possible they've reached... I mean, it's impossible they were already in the 10th time club for me. I'm trying to... Because all the streetwise stuff. A lot of streetwise stuff, for sure. <laughs> Let me see here. <laughs> yeah, according to this, this would this would be number 10. So I'm at two Rocklahomas, 2015 and 2013. Rockfest 2011, Edgefest 2010, Rock on the Range 2008. I haven't seen a headlining show from Papa Roach since 2006. Wow. So just festivals ever since then. Who are they out on tour with now? 
I don't know that the tour and I feel like this was a well they had that one off they were doing a tour with Bad Wolves and Hollywood Undead oh okay but that, that was that earlier was a pretty short year. tour though wasn't yeah it? okay um so that brought us into Incubus right mhm and uh I will say I loved the Incubus set I thought it was great um Trey's correct we, we mentioned it earlier. We only got one early song from Incubus. Uh, that was kind of expected, but I was happy we at least got one. Um, it was Vitamins. It's a great song off of Science. Science just um, celebrated, its, I believe, its 25th birthday earlier this week, so I'm glad at least it got something. Uh, we got four off of Make Yourself and three off of Morning View. So we got Drive and Pardon Me and Stellar and The Warmth, three amazing songs off of Make Yourself. And we got Circles, Nice to Meet You, and I Wish You Were Here from Morning View. So, you know, overall, I was pretty happy with the set. Got 10 songs overall. Yeah. Uh, obviously, they did not match the energy that Papa Roach brought. No. no. Whatsoever. This was kind of the Brandon Boyd show, um, even with the video work. I mean, he was like front and center. Front yeah. and center of the video work. They had some uh, sound snafus where the entire performance was cut off of all instruments and mic and of course the crazy thing is that Incubus have no inclination that this is happening uh, because they didn't stop in their tracks one one bit they just kept playing um, but yeah the sound just went completely silent on a couple of different tracks but overall I was happy with the set uh, one of my favorite bands um, and I, I thought they I thought they sounded great well I'm glad that I finally got to see, <coughs> see Incubus I had never seen them before um, I'm glad that it was at this and not a headlining set. Mm. Um, Incubus isn't bad, just not really. I just never really gotten into them. So, but I mean, it was it was solid. It was good. I was entertained. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was just I was eagerly waiting for the next band. Right. I I enjoyed them, uh, other than the the sound issues. Um, glad that. Like Will said, we got at least something off of science. Um, and it was Vitamin, which is a great song. Yep. I could have gone with that or Perfect Shade of Green. Yep. Either one of those would have been fine. Um, glad we got the stuff from Make Yourself and Morning View for sure. Um, Megalomaniac. With Megalomaniac. Yeah, that's from The Crow. Mm, Crow Left to Murder. Yeah. I, I like that song. That was good. And we got Sorry. some Animali. Yeah, Animali. It's a good song. That's from Grenade, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It was uh, it was good. Mike? Oh, bring boy. Bring us into Allison Chains. Boy, Allison Chains was awesome. Um, came out and pretty much uh, just killed it. I mean, after a weird set from Jerry Cantrell last night, um, it was nice to to get straight into the Allison Chains. You know, came out with uh, again, which I think is a staple opener for them. Um, are you pulling up the set list? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, Duvall sounded great. Jerry obviously sounded great as well. Um, the band is as tight as normal. Six tracks from Dirt. They didn't yeah. play more than one song from any other album. Yeah. 
and which is probably fitting because it is the 30th 30th anniversary, 30th anniversary of dirt so um <coughs> what they do again and then what else yeah, we got again then check my brain then bones damn that river angry chair men in the box down in a hole the one you know no excuses wood and rooster yeah cut their set short i mean they were about 10 minutes yeah that was disappointing. That was disappointing. I mean, it could have yeah. fit in, you know, another song or two in there. Um, you know, no nutshell, which is always a kind of a disappointment, even though you've seen it plenty of times. But I haven't. I know you haven't. I know this was my tenth time seeing them. I believe tenth or eleventh. Wow. Yeah. All since two thousand and six. I believe. Yeah, and it's amazing when you think about it. This band, this quartet quartet right now they've been together for 16 years yeah doing this which is insane and you're still, only three albums from them yeah um and we don't really get a lot of those albums live because the uh the standards are still the main of the set but uh that was my seventh time to see them also all since 2006 the first time i want to say well i don't know i don't know what it was First time was two thousand yeah, two thousand six. Uh, Kane's Kane's ballroom. Almost sixteen years to the day. I saw it on September thirtieth, two thousand six. Wow. First time. What'd yeah, you think? I loved it. Uh brought me back to my childhood. I'm glad that they played so much off the of dirt. Um I love the uh the E P that no excuses is on. Jarflies, mm-hmm. Jarflies, yeah. Um, would have loved to have gotten Nutshell. Was mad, or not mad, but a little upset that they cut it short. And in that time, they could have played freaking Nutshell. Um, I mean, I can kind of understand that in a festival setting because it is a mellower song I guess but with what came next I mean that was <laughs> um, but I, I I really enjoyed it I really did as a band that I will always go see if they're relatively close or even not close at all um, I love me some Alice that brings us to our, our headliner Red Hot Chili peppers. Yeah, let me tell you what we're seeing right now. Uh, so, we started walking out after a give it away. Yep. Uh, they came out. There was a pretty lengthy break before their encore, um, and they came out and played. By the way, and according to this, they had sound issues and the set ended early, so they played. By the way, and nothing else. Oh wow. And that's kind of the that was kind of a the theme of issue. That, yeah, the, the theme, theme of that, of that stage. stage. Um, so that's interesting. We didn't miss any of the set. We got the whole set in. Nice. Wow. All right. But uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers without Under the Bridge. Yeah. That, that is that is kind of weird, obviously. Um, again, kind of a weird set from them, too. I mean, it was very heavy on new songs, wasn't it? Uh, Unlimited Love, four songs. We got four songs from, from that album. Most represent re, most representative in the album Black Summer here, ever after the Heavy Wing and these are the ways. And only two from Blood Sugar Sex Magic, which is 
their most popular album. Would have been free had there not been. Yeah, Give It Away and Suck My Kiss. I Love Californication. We got one song from Californication. Yeah. That's a bummer. Um, I mean, it's Chili Peppers. I mean, it's been a long time since I've seen them. But uh, it was a lot of... It, it, I wouldn't even say a lot of energy, but I mean, Flea was bouncing around as usual. Um, uh, for Shawnee was fantastic on the guitar. There was a lot, a lot of jams, a lot of jamming going on, you know, that I don't recall them doing the last time I saw them. Well, I was going to say, I, I definitely recall with Frashante at the helm, that's what they did basically before every song back in the day. Yeah. Um, and they, it, they always made it appear that they were just kind of making up the sets as the show goes along. I don't know if it, you kind of got that impression tonight. Uh, I didn't know. But like Flea and Chad and John would get together at the beginning of every song, do a little jam, a little snippet, and then they'd go into the next song. I don't think they really do it this that way anymore, but the jamming was kind of a constant and it kind of, as Trey alluded to, kind of kills any type of momentum you're getting yeah. from the set. And then like four or five of those songs straight were just kind of slower songs slower songs yeah they really kind of killed it there in the middle uh, maybe after uh, Sucks My Kiss they yeah went to, after uh, Sucks My Kiss it just went Danny's song Hard to Concentrate Nobody Weird Like Me Throw Away Your Television The Heavy Wing and Black Summer kind of like a six song where they're not really the big hits of Chili Peppers yeah um, before they they got back into the the groove with Californication and give it away, but yeah, that that definitely kind of hurt the uh, the feel of the set. I thought it brought me down. That's for sure. Yeah, you you could tell you could tell you were you were itching to go. You were ready. Yeah, you were ready to call. It's been a very long four days. It has. Um, I I will say getting out of there tonight was. Freaking fantastic! Mm-hmm. You know, we got our little uh, bike cab ride down to our car. Um, got in the car, and I think we were out of the parking lot within five minutes, maybe. Yeah, yeah five minutes easily. Um, totally different from last, last night. night. And when last night, when thousands of people were leaving for the from the Kiss set, um, there were still quite a few people leaving for the Chili Peppers. There wasn't nearly as not many. nearly as many, but it of was. Of course, we did leave towards the end of the Chili Pepper set, but it did seem like there was... Less people leaving. Less people leaving. Yeah, they weren't disappearing in droves. Unless they left... Beforehand. Before then. But, yeah, we got in and out quick. I mean, so it was, all in all, a great day. I think probably the best of the four. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, What was your overall thoughts, overall experience of, of this adventure? Uh, on my end, uh, it's a very well-ran festival. Yeah. Professional. They do everything top-notch, which is what you expect from kind of watching DWP from afar. It's only the second DWP festival I've ever been to. The other one was Rock on the Range like 16 years ago. So they've grown a lot. And I went to Bourbon and Beyond for a day last year or last week. Yep. Um, it's it's a professional festival. Um, the VIP, I mean, there's some flaws there. 
but overall, I, th- I thought our VIP section was fine. I, I didn't have any major issues with it. I would love to find a way to get to the side stages if I ever go again, uh, but they really make it difficult with how they do the main stage and the second stage just yeah. constant throughout the day, and it never stops, and it kind of makes you not really want to go to the side stages. Yeah, we didn't uh, even go over there today. Yeah, um, but it's... Um, and, and for as big of a crowd as, as it is, you know, we're looking at 35,000 plus people. Take away the KISS crowd trying to get out. We really had no hassles mm-hmm. with long lines, parking, uh, ins and outs. I mean, it was pretty flawless in my mind. Yeah. Um, and the weather was perfect. Yeah, I don't have much to add to that. I mean, it was a great experience. Um, it's after going to Rocklahoma all these years and thinking, you know, this is how every festival is done, it uh, definitely opened my eyes to how poorly Rocklahoma's ran. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, now, I don't want to say that Rocklahoma's ran poorly because efficiency-wise, every time we go to Rocklahoma, we also have no issues. It's just that their lineups aren't yeah. great. And they really struggled to fill up kind of a day. I mean, Rocklahoma starts at 3.30. You know, Louder Than Life is starting at 12 o'clock each day. Yeah. And running constant from 12 to 11. Um, and Rocklahoma just isn't able to do that. Well, I guess the fact of how, I mean, and, and granted, Rocklahoma usually only has two stages and then the, the, yeah. the, the tent, the roadhouse or whatever. But, you know, how they've gone away from the past when they had the two stages relatively close to each yeah. other you know now it's you got to walk forever in a day to get to the second stage mm-hmm. and you know it's back and forth back and forth back and forth as opposed to what we saw this week was you know the f- stages right next to each other and and on, in all honesty we didn't really go to the other stages because there mm-hmm. was no other bands that were really playing there except for you know body count and um tenacious d yeah. which should have been on the first stage anyways yeah. Um, Grant's not even miss bad religion, but if Rocklahoma was doing it the same way as well, we would have missed it there too. Yeah. So, um, Lottern Life has so much other stuff for people to do as yeah. well that it's really spread out well. Now, of course, we are music first and basically music only so we're not yeah. really taking in any of that other stuff uh-uh. those distractions that Letter in Life kind of wants you to go to but man the, the options are limitless um, if you want to have a full day and you want to get a lot of walking in then you can do and find whatever you want at Letter in Life Trey your thoughts um, I really enjoyed it um, it was a lot it's <laughs> it was a lot. It's a lot. It's four, four days. days. Four days plus for both for all of us, two days of travel. It's yeah. a six day experience. It's a lot. Yeah. It's exhausting. Yes. But I mean y'all y'all hit all the major points with y'all's comments. I mean this morning there it was raining and thundering and stuff and then it stopped and turned into a beautiful freaking day. Very much so. Um, couldn't have asked for better weather for the weekend. Nothing just hell hot, you know. I mean, right. 
It was, it, it was, I, I had a great, great experience. I'm really glad that we decided to do this this year. Um, and look forward to the possibility of more. Let's see, so that's the, uh, that's a good transition there from Trey. Yes, 2023. <laughs> do we run it back? Oh, yeah. I said earlier, run it back. Let's Mike, do it. Mike's already in. I'm already in. Trey. Hell, why not? Because <laughs> we I'm, know that Rocklahoma is not going to get a decent freaking lineup. That so. is correct. Um, and the fact that we know about this three months earlier, so we don't have to sit around in anticipation, yeah. you know, and once the lineup drops, we can get our tickets and be good. Yeah. As opposed to having to buy our tickets early for Rocklahoma, and we end up with a shit lineup. Yeah. Yeah. So. See, I'm a little bit more on the fence than you two. Um, <coughs> but why? One is the price. Yeah. yeah it's it was very expensive. expensive it's very expensive. Um, two is the commitment. Six days is a lot. Mm-hmm. It's a, that's a big commitment. Um, it's not close to any of us. No. As much as I love it, I mean, I almost feel like I have to, like, dwindle down the amount of concerts I'm seeing outside of Louder Than Life in order to make Louder Than Life realistic. Like, you know, this year I put myself at 15 concerts for the year with Louder Than Life being four of them. And now now I don't think that that's really feasible. So, I don't know. We'll see in the days and weeks ahead. After you recover feel, some? Yeah, after I recover some. Right. Uh, the biggest knock is my my wallet got destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not going to go back and figure out how much I spent. Because I think it will make me a little sick. <laughs> but it was a lot. And at the festival, you're paying... We're paying $30 for bike shuttles. Yeah. Paying $15 for each drink. Paying $15 for each meal. Paying twenty five dollars a day to park, yeah, <laughs> Yuck. yeah, yeah. It definitely is. Uh, it is. It is a pricey endeavor, but you know, but the lineup, yeah, it's hard to pass amazing. it up, man. I mean, it, you nine inch nails, red hot chili peppers, slash your head, Metallica, two out of three days. You um, got Slipknot, Shine Slipknot, Down, Shine Down. It's fucking sick. They they tried to do something a little. Outside the box with Kiss, Alice Cooper, and Rob yep. Zombie. I don't think that worked out for them, uh, but maybe it did. I mean, I, I think if you look at how many if you look at their were, gate and everything like that for that day, the gate's going to be huge. So I mean, there was a lot were, of people there, there yesterday. Was a lot of freaking people there. Yeah, yeah. I think there was more there last night than there was tonight. Well, not according to them. They said tonight was going to be their record-breaking day of Louder Than Life. I just don't see it unless there was a lot of no shows. Yeah. But um, I felt that there was a lot more people there yesterday than there was today. But I may be wrong. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe we'll see overhead shots of tonight versus last night and be totally blown away. But, you know, walking through the crowd of people tonight, even with, I mean, I, I still, even with all the people leaving yesterday, I still felt that there was more there last night. Yeah. But it is what it is. It was a great experience. I loved it. Um, I'm ready to do it again. The Airbnb that we stayed in was super nice. Yeah. Um, on that note, though, I mean, I think we need to uh, wrap this up and 
get some sleep and ready for the travels tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Safe travels to all, which is the three of us. Yeah. And um, this is the end of season two. End of season two of No Judgments Here. <laughs> I mean, uh, we'll we'll come back to you uh, in season three with you know improvements, bigger and better, ah! bigger and bigger better and better. Bigger and season better. Three. Didn't y'all say that last year? I think we did. We yeah, came we, back with Louder Than Life. Uh, yeah, we came back bigger and better, Louder Than Life. Yeah. But they had to wait all season for it. They did. But the yeah. anticipation was yes. there. The, yeah, it was. The climax <laughs> happened, right? <laughs> all over your the, face, the, the neck, the and money, chest. The oh. money shot came. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so real quick, yeah. before we end, Louder Than Life 2023 headliners. Ooh, headliners. Real quick speculation. What do you got? Pantera. Okay. Um, Nickelback, Nickelback, <laughs> Avenged Sevenfold, Avenged Sevenfold. I like it. Tool, ooh. Mm. After touring this year, didn't headline any festivals though. That's kind of the thing with this lineup, right? So they basically had three headliners each night, so twelve bands. Yeah. How do they keep doing that? Right. Without having repeats. Yeah. That's going to be real difficult. Mm, let's see. I'm trying to think. Who else? Godsmack. Yeah. Godsmack a headliner, though, in 20... I mean, I suppose after a few years off, we haven't heard yeah. much of them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Godsmack. That could be one. Mudvayne. Dis- Mudvayne. Disturbed. Disturbed's having a new album come out. They have so a new album coming out. They headlined last year. It's hard to come up with. Tw- it's hard to come up with twelve. Of course, I know they're going to get. They're going to get a stacked lineup. Yeah, I just don't know how they get twelve headliners like what they've done the last two years. Yeah, it's it's going to be real challenging, unless they go outside the box a little bit, like they did with like Joy, Formidable, Bad Religion, Anti Flag, those type of bands. But I don't know who is in the realm of being that big. Maybe yeah, Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah. Maybe Dave's doing something maybe in Dave's 2023. Maybe, maybe we do see a, return, a, a Foo Fighters return with, yeah. with another drummer. Or maybe them Crooked Vultures. Them perhaps. Crooked Vultures. Ooh, yeah, there we go. That would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think who else. ACDC? I don't know. They haven't done anything since 2016 at this point. But possible. GNR? Possible. By that time, we'll probably have new music from GNR. There's been talk that they've been... Yeah, make that happen. There's been talk that they've been doing new stuff. That's right. what Slash has said. So we feel good about Avenged Sevenfold. Yep. We feel good about Pantera. Yep. Are those the two that we feel good about? We feel good Avenged about... Avenged Sevenfold. You said that, yeah. right? Mudvayne? Potentially. Yeah, but I don't know if Mudvayne's a, a, a headliner. I don't think that they're... Maybe... Well, they weren't set to headline last year. No, no. And that was with their return over a decade. Yeah. But if they have new music, perhaps. Yeah, which... Then perhaps there's... There's been some speculation there, too, so... All right. Well, that's our early... Very early. Very early. Yeah. Speculation for 2023. See what happens. All right, folks. It's been a pleasure. Been a pleasure. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye.